Boys and girls, boys and girls, it's, uh, welcome to the Happy Accident Podcast, by the way. Episode 17? 17? 17 in, 17 deep, and uh, let's just address the elephant in the room. The audio quality on the last episode was horrendous. Questionable. Questionable. Given the audio quality of every episode that led up to it, for that one, 16 episodes in, to fall off the fucking grid was uh, unacceptable. And that is on me. The uh, the whole fucking <laughs> podcast was recorded by the microphone on the webcam, which is quite a distance away. Which explains why we sounded quite a distance away. This hello, microphone... Hello. <laughs> Like, at some points, you couldn't even hear what the joke was. You just heard people laughing far away. Oh, well, I... I listened to like the whole thing. Before, I, I don't listen back much. I listened to it, and to be honest, it was a good episode. And the audio quality was poorer than normal, but still packed a punch. Still had that. <laughs> still had them comedy bullets. But uh, we're back on the, the microphone we should have always been recording on. So hopefully that's the quality back up. Up until the point where we get dual mics. Dual mics. Dual mics. Oh. When we get a mic each. Can't wait. And then we can start customising our mics. I might put uh, spikes on mine. <laughs> in in some sort of homage to the Legion of Doom. Um, what am I going to put on mine? I don't know. I might paint it. Paint it. Paint, paint the it. mic. Fluorescent. Aye. Just yeah, in like case it. we have a podcast in the dark. Aye. So you can see where I am. <laughs> <laughs> so we always know where you are. Because <laughs> you're the one we want to watch in the dark. <laughs> oh, my God. So this being episode 17 of the Happy Accident Podcast, second one this week, by the way, it looks as though life is returning to some level of normality. Back on the Friday podcasts. Back on the beer casts. Beer cast. Every Friday we do a podcast, we have a beer. We have a drink with it to celebrate the end of... Maybe this could be a feature. What we're drinking. What we're drinking this week. What are we drinking this week? <laughs> I'm drinking a packet of KP nuts. Packet of KP nuts. <laughs> and I'm drinking what it's called Adnam's Southwold Dry Hopped Lager. If I was to review it, I would I would probably say It tastes like a beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not in the beer reviewing game. I enjoy it. It's nice. Not too strong. Four point two. Does the job? It does the job. It's a tasty well, beer. What I'm do you want? Drinking this tiny little can of Pride and Joy from the Vacation Brewery. Um, very nice packaging. Nice it's packaging. hundred percent. Look at that, and I know why you bought it. This is why I bought it. The same reason Beautiful. I bought Piston Head. Yes. See, uh, Piston Head. All these beers are in tiny little cans. I think we're going to run out soon of testing these weird little cans oh, there's, a pla- there's a place in Newcastle that's just got like a shit loads of beer right. like loads of different beers from all over the world and I've got a friend who's brewing some beer at the minute right. that'll be worth a go definitely um, definitely so it is the age of the micro brewery now isn't it definitely I hope that's a I hope that's a, a shift in times and the micro breweries are back to stay because, to be fair, beer's been beer for a very long time. Do you know what I mean? There's people are turning back to that homebrewy type uh, thing. It's good. But, I, 
last week went out for a few pints had drank like a brewery a pop-up brewery had yeah. a pint there went to another bar that's known for its beers to be like kind of like one-offs and stuff like that had a pint there next one I was fucked absolutely hammered I was <laughs> do you know when they say blind drunk uh, I was getting there like, <laughs> I was I was kind of fucking glucomerish drunk <laughs> cataracts drunk I think it was a bit cataracts drunk it was getting getting there and I was like holy shit what these th- three pints I, that can't be right maybe I haven't ate enough but my friend who drinks quite a bit anyway he was like are you feeling this and I was like I'm fucking too right I'm feeling this I thought it was two <laughs> like, bars ago I, I can't hardly more <laughs> which by the way when we go like his dad's got a pub so after that three pints his dad's pub was the next stop right. worst I- worst situation I could be in because like sit at the bar we're like chatting under his dad and stuff and every time we get a drink like once it's kind of gets halfway down his dad kind of nods at the staff and then they come and just put another one there and you don't you do just you've got no say in the matter <laughs> you just come and put one down and I'm like oh my god but um, then we went there the other day and he had one of the girls behind the bar was like she put one Put one down, and then she walked away. And she come back. And she was like, "You're the one who can't drink very much, aren't you?" <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's me. That's me. me. Yep. <laughs> I'm already horribly drunk. Yeah. And you're looking attractive. Look at the state of us. But three pints, and I'm hanging off the bar. <laughs> Where you fucking? You're talking to fucking Mister Lightweight, 2016. But 20, I'd say. 2015 20, 20, 20 fucking 12 onwards I was Mr Lightweight I think at my peak I realised when I'd hit my stride that this was fucking years ago as well we were watching there was a like you wait for Champions League or something was on and we watched it up with my mum and dad's uh-huh. and it was like a case of Stella and we're like do you want a drink and everyone's like ah we'll have a couple of bottles and by the end of it, it was like six bottles lined up in the windowsill, and I was like, anybody for another one? And I hadn't felt it at all. And I was like, I'm six Stella deep here, and I'm not drunk. I was like, this is this is this what is rail boys do. Keep, keep going. <laughs> this is what rail boys do. But now, if there was ever six bottles of Stella lined up on my windowsill, you'd be attending my funeral three days later. <laughs> <laughs> After all the necessary embalming, you'd be fucking attending my funeral three days later. Such a fucking lightweight. No, it's it's cooler to enjoy a beer these days, mm-hmm. I think. 100%. 100%. I'd rather have two or three beers and enjoy it. Than... One of the best lines that has ever come out of Jack's mouth. Like, um, <laughs> so we were out and we were on an all-day session. Like, drinking with the lads is Aye. just ridiculous. They, they just power through. I don't know how they do it, but I'm, tactical whiteies, I suspect. Well, see, I'm, <laughs> I'm not one to. I just like right. I'm skipping it. I'll just miss the next one. Aye. But um, I went. I, it was like I, quite a bit. I went and I was sick, and I was like, "That's me doing like I can't drink anymore." And then it was just <laughs> everyone was like, "Oh, just come out, blah blah blah, just stay out, blah, blah. the same old lads banter." And Jack's like little input was, 
this would never happen in Europe. (laughs) 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 What? It's like, you never see anyone in Spain going for a tactical whitey. (laughs) Like, sitting around, smoking a cigarette outside of a bar, cafe in uh, Paris. I'm just going for a tactical whitey. (laughs) So that's about too much. I'm going for a tactical whitey and then we'll get back on it. Yeah. No, I think that's a pro- it is true. a product of the nation. Like, it's a product of the nation, and more more specifically, the region. I mean, we are the region that brought the world Geordie Shaw. Well, you know what I mean? God. Brought the world Geordie Shaw. Yeah. Like my mate has got a bird who's French. We. Oui. A we. Oui? A we. Oui. She watched Geordie Shaw to try and learn more of the lingo. For him, <laughs> I was like, "What a fucking terrible move that was!" <laughs> but uh, she fucking loves it. Oh god! I I met a couple of Australian girls who knew what Jodie Shaw was, and I was like, "That's not us. That's it's not. It's not what we're into." But it's kind of become a thing, like being getting so rat-assed that you can hardly walk or you lose your phone or your bank card or you lose your mates or you wake up on a thing or your memory or your mem- or anything is like an achievement it's like oh I was so wasted last night it's like well there's clearly a problem there <laughs> well, that's no why? good is it <laughs> why would you do that why didn't you just oh I was I was a little bit merry last night and had a good time I was so wrecked last night I fucking shit myself pissed myself <laughs> dragged in a taxi and was borderline s- raped some <laughs> sex with someone I don't quite remember who it was all I remember was I was definitely sick in and around their mouth why like I, d- I just don't understand no I don't blows my mind it's I becoming don't... an achievement in no. certain circles I think it's a generational thing as well I was off me tits last night oh were you did you enjoy this being of your tits? <laughs> you know, the last time I got absolutely fucking smashed, I had to go to Asda the day after, and I was walking around with a trolley in Asda, and then I bumped into somebody who I hadn't seen for a long time. It was like an older fella who I knew through, like, fucking, I can't remember if it was work or. And I was talking onto him, and he was shiting on about now, and I was just looking at him <laughs> thinking. I want to fucking kill you if you don't go away. <laughs> like, I want to be sick in my trolley and I need you to disappear. Oh, God. I'm glad you're doing all right, but we've covered that. Now you can leave us alone. <laughs> Small talk is gone now. Right. You're just an inconvenience. Fuck off. I'm, I'm glad you're doing well. I can't remember your name, but I'm glad you're doing well. Now, vamos. Oh, imagine in work the amount of people that come in the shop when I'm like... Well, I'm never hanging in work because I always. But if we've gone out for a few beers, it's just like the next day I'm still a bit hazy. Or even if I'm not, even if I'm just pissed off, I just, no. <laughs> even if I'm in a mood, I just don't want to talk to people. Oh, which is arguably the worst position to be in when you're customer service. Ah, uh, yeah. If you have been in a mood, is... a degree of responsibility to the customer. It's ninety. It's ninety percent of my life, so it's like kind of have to balance it out, don't you? Ooh. I wonder. I often wonder because I, I, I would say I know you incredibly well. Uh-huh. Like we've been friends for longer than I can remember. We've both done and seen things about <laughs> each other that <laughs> people don't need to fucking do or see. No. You're seeing it like it's just two of us. It's, it's not. It was the, it was the whole group. It was all a group. 
nice guy Johnny's involved, and then like the wider, the wider friend circle who don't feature on this podcast. One of them, I'm dying to get on. By the way, we need to get Carl on here. Ugh. We've got to get him on. If if for nothing else, he's just his own Wilson impression, <laughs> <laughs> which is fucking. You might as well be sitting in a room with Owen Wilson. That's how good that impression is. But uh, I and I don't see you as a moody person. Do you know what I mean? But I think that's just because I know you, and I know yeah, see, I, I, do, I know I, your subtle triggers. Where some people might look at him and go, "Oh, he's in a mood." I might look at him and think, "Liam's on a good day." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But then I can see Mate. the little ticks where I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna kick off in a minute." Well, I don't know, like. I think I'm seen as a moody person, definitely. In work. like, if they had to describe us in like three words, I don't even care what their I mean, words would be. A moody cunt. I a <laughs> moody cunt would. Get it. Up. But like, I don't know. Sometimes uh, I think uh, I read something the other day. It was um, so you see me as like seeing an alcoholic sober. <laughs> <laughs> so most of the time I'm more or less depressed in this <laughs> ridiculous mood and then I'm so here's, a, here's an um, interesting tidbit I ha- haven't declared that I know you very well uh-huh. uh, let's just say 20 years uh, yeah. right? at least easy easy never not once, ever, right. have I heard you fart? <laughs> <laughs> ever. I've well, known people for three months who I can count on two hands how many times I've heard them fart. And it's you, not a thing. Like, your, I just, your arsehole is an enigma to me. <laughs> it's not, like, I, it's not a thing that I fart. It's not, like, I'm, I'm inhuman or I'm... I'm, I'm like, go sawn up arsehole. <laughs> I think what you do is you bottle them all up, and at the end of a day, you've just got like a seven minute fart. And that's, <laughs> just, that's all your fart for the day. No, you've got in your diary, you've got time aside just for farting. Just, I, I wish it was I wish it was that easy. No, it just. No, it just doesn't. No. It's Although not a public that, thing. It's, I, not, it's, it's not. not something. Well, like, you'll just sit in a room full of people you hardly know and just let rip. <laughs> and then just I find them fart, hilarious. And then everyone's, like, sitting there, just, get, oh, God, tasting <laughs> your arsehole. <laughs> and you're just like, yep, yeah, that was me. Enjoy that. Enjoy Did you that hear time. how funny that one was? <laughs> That's well, the like, day I know I've got old. The day I fart and then don't do a sex noise after it is the day I know I'm old. Well, <laughs> so if you fart and you go, oh, that's, <laughs> that adds to it. That just makes the fart for me. So no, I, no it's just not something. I, it's never, I've never found it funny unless it was in the most inappropriate <laughs> place of time. <laughs> like farting a meeting, that's hilarious. <laughs> Fart in a room full of people is just an inconvenience. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because of the digestive problems I have. Obviously with the the retarded guts. Like, I burp. I don't fart a lot, but I burp a lot. Uh But, like, I'm that good at it now. 
I'm Bert, but nobody even knocked on it. Unless you're like in a conversation with us, and then you just get a smell. Like, what is that? That would be my lunch. <laughs> just consider uh, yourself lucky it wasn't fajitas. <laughs> I I could tell you a story about the funniest fart I've ever heard. So standing on like the tracks for the metro. Bear in mind, it's like packed, but silent. Like really oddly, like quite eerily quiet. Deathly silent. Yeah, it, for the amount of people there, it was it was <laughs> bizarre, and you could like kind of hear the train coming. It was like, <laughs> and then all you heard was this massive fart, like a gone, and then like. Everyone looked around, and there was this one guy oh standing God. with his headphones on. He must have thought that, like, I'm gonna just sneak one out. I sneak one out. It didn't sneak. It fucking ran out, like bashing at all the doors. So, it, he, and then I looked over because I, I stood at the end where there wasn't like many people right. in the corner, and I looked down and I seen this woman like look at me. And in between was this guy with his headphones on. <laughs> just like, kind of the... He was the only one who didn't look at everybody else. And it was like, it was you. It was fucking definitely you. Some fucking <sighs> geezer with a suit on. Being, obviously, sitting in a meeting all day. Uh, just die in a fight. Just thinking, fucking hell. I kinda, I'm just going to sneak this out. Whilst the train's coming. Nah. Come on, like a marching band. I come out like like a full blown fucking fucking rave a rave <laughs> out of his arse <laughs> fucking hell I don't know if I've ever like I don't know if I've ever been in a situation I mean I've definitely been in a situation where I've thought right like if I'm at my desk and I'm like this is I might have to squeeze one out I might have to snake one out I'm just going to do it because nobody's around us I'll just snake one out and then you think oh they are I've I've nipped it so it was quiet. Nobody knows. Nobody knows I've done it. And then somebody walks over to talk to you. Oh, <laughs> and you're like, you're in, <laughs> you're in a cloud. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Funniest time I fucking did that, by the way, was in my current job, but in a different role. So I'm in an office and there was just me and two blokes, right? So he used to just, if you need it, you just fart. Uh, There's only two blokes. There's never any women ever. So it was just like, fucking. Like, fun it was like an, an, an orchestra of anuses. It was just <laughs> and uh, I was fucking sitting there just graffing away and I thought oh get on I'll have a comedy fart comedy farted everyone has a chuckle and I was like oh that's that's a bit ripe and then I just heard the door open and the gaffer came in with the three Russians <laughs> <laughs> and their interpreter who was like their interpreter was like the English speaker one so they walked over and stood right behind us and I was like <laughs> there is no <laughs> there is no way you don't smell that <laughs> so I had to like get up and I just walked <laughs> just walked away <laughs> I was like, yeah, boss, I'll let you show them what happens on here. I just walked away, hid behind a corner, laughing my fucking tits off. Um, and then, like, after the Russians had gone, the gaffer came back to the room and just went, you dirty <laughs> bastard. I was like, oh, well. I, wasn't, I didn't know you were going to fucking bring in, like, an audience. And if you come this way, and if you get a good nose of this bouquet over here, yeah, there it is, there it is. Fucking <laughs> hell. 20 uh, minutes of fart talk. 
That's something special right there. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, fucking hell. What else is going on? What else is going on? Well, What's horrifyingly, Sunderland's made the news. Sunderland's made the national news. Tell me. <laughs> My nipple was hanging out, so I must apologise. <laughs> that wasn't, that wasn't for you. No, it was just poked out. Poked out through the little armhole. Fucking, that lad got shot. Oh, fuck. Fucking gun crime. Someone got shot. Gun crime in Sunderland. A young lad has been shot in the head. Critical condition. They were. They didn't know whether he was shot with like a gun or an air rifle. Big. Uh, I've been shot off an sh- air rifle. If you get there's a big difference. So if you get shot in the head off an air rifle, it's gonna fuck things up. Mm. If you get shot in the head off a gun, it's gonna kill you. Pretty much. But he's in a bad way, isn't he? Really bad way. Fifteen year old. Fifteen year old lad. He's on the back of a motorbike. And uh, there's been like a 39-year-old bloke and a 15-year-old lad arrested for it. The bloke on attempted murder and the kid on possession of a firearm. Now, I don't know if you can get done for possession of a firearm if you've got an air rifle. I don't know if the law changed. Um, If the law changed, did it in the last 15 years. Because when we were 15, we were... 100% 100% walking around the uh, fields with air rifles I, shooting I'll rats. I say this to people like the kind of younger generation I guess and I was like I we like used to play on motorbikes we used to walk around the streets with guns and they were like nah you're joking I was like nah no, definitely we, did. we definitely had fucking guns <laughs> we walked it around was... with a gun wait between I'd say if you pick the five main components of our group who've always been there and then other people have come and gone through the years. Right? So, like, let's say you, me, Johnny, Carl, Bill. Right? That's why Granty in there. Because Granty hadn't fucking disappeared to Australia at this point. Yeah. So, it's six of us. Six of us came up together on the main streets of Grindon, walking about with air rifles. We didn't even have proper fucking air rifle bags. We were walking around in, like, snooker cue bags. <laughs> we had air rifles <laughs> in snooker cue bags. And then we'd it all pitch like, in money, like paper round money, and they'd be like, oh, we'll go down uh, fucking f- the Army and Navy surplus store in the town, and we've got enough money for some pointy heads, or we've got enough money for it. Round If you add less money, you got flat head slugs, round heads. If, you add, if, if somebody had done a good round and got a good tip, we were getting pointy head slugs. And then you know for a fact. Shit's some fucking through. some rats were getting murdered with them pointy heads that was just like the given thing like a motorbike came I was on the hill the other day the hill, the sand hills next to oh. I was and with my niece and nephew and a and the dog and a motorbike came like flying past he was like whoa like what, what's he what, what's he doing there and I was like well He's riding his bike. He's doing. Like, wait, should he be on the road? Should he be on the fucking <laughs> road? Is that taxed? Is that vehicle taxed? Me? I was like, you're twelve year old, and you've never jumped on a stolen motorcycle. <laughs> what the fuck? What the what fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Your childhood? Eh? What? You haven't got guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've never tried smoking. <laughs> Pot. <laughs> you never bought suspect fucking weed. From somebody you've heard of, but you don't really know. You never bought something illegal from a man named Florida Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Good times, good times. But like, 
back in the day, we had air rifles and would go, and people would be like, oh my god, you were killing rats. you got to bear in mind, we live on essentially the back of a giant farm. Like, there's an estate where a few, essentially the the small community we live in, the, well, what is it? It's like a, it's not a, we are a city. But what we're is city, but we're a... the area in the city in which we live backs onto this huge fucking farm. So rats were fucking rife. I seen absolutely rife. I seen a blast from the past today, and he was talking about um, standing drinking cider in the field. <laughs> it's like, hi, them deers, <laughs> them fucking deers. It was class. Gone by a slab of Fosters Ugh. and a bottle of juicy blackcurrant. Oh, aye. And then you'd open a can, drink. I'd say the top, the top quarter, and then top it up with your blackcurrant. That's it. And then that was it. You were fucking. You were balling. You were there, away in a field. I'm great times. Not causing anybody any mischief. Exactly. We were in a field, fucking miles away. We weren't being like Asbo kids, like on the street doing it. We the, went out the way to do it. The only time was when we were headed to the chippy for a chip boy. Oh, <laughs> when we used fuck. to get fucked up and walk to the chippy. <laughs> That's the time God. I spat kebab at a policewoman, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, terrible times. Funny looking back, but I could have I could have ended a lot differently. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we went in the chippy, and uh, everyone like standing in the queue, just everyone getting the stuff. Oh, I love a chip butty or I love kebab or whatever the fuck was going on. And then it got to you, and you looked at the woman and just burst out <laughs> laughing in her face. <laughs> she was, I mean, I went, she was an odd looking woman. Aye, she was an odd looking woman. But we were so pissed, we didn't care, we just needed the food, and you just like. What do you want? What do you want? I couldn't hold it in. I was like, you looked funny enough, but when you opened your mouth and spoke like that, I couldn't. That was a good 20 minutes laughing in my oh, face. Yeah, nah. Like, it got... It, it, got it was awkward. funny at first, and then it got awkward. It got really was like, awkward. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Why aren't you laughing at you, little cunt? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't help but laugh. You look hilarious. <laughs> I'd, I'd have been able to keep it cool if I wasn't pissed as a twat, as a minor. Uh. But was that not, like... I don't know if it was the same time, but we were in the same chippy, and like the chippy group, there was like that gang that hung around the chippy, but like we all knew them, so everything was cool, there was never any violence or anything, we'd like drift in, see them, get a kebab, drift out, they were more hardcore than we were, they they were like into crime and that, we we weren't, we just liked to be associated with them that were in doing crime, but then we'd back off really quick, and uh we were in the chippy, they were all outside, and then there was a fucking mini police raid on them. And, like, all the cops were there. And then we were standing in the chippy watching this gang get, like, fucking pretty much arrested. And then we walked out into it for a better look. So they tried to arrest us. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I spat the kebab at the police woman. <laughs> yeah, what's your name? Patoof. <laughs> I've like a bit of kebab. I didn't, obviously, not on purpose, I didn't spit at a police woman. I would find that highly disrespectful. Even back then. I had manners. I was just pissed and I had a kebab oh, in my mouth. God. It's terrible. Hanging about them shops was some of the roughest times of my life. Awful you, times. You, sp- you had time with them. 
you spent oh, time with them. God, like, I obviously, mean. we were mates because I knew you through school and that, and you only lived around the corner. But overnight, you had a time where you you were in with that criminal element. This could have been a totally different story. I, you could have turned <laughs> out so different. The seeing a lot of them now, maybe not even speaking to them, or just kind of like the orange. They look rough as ever. Aye, like awful. Some of the stories of that time, like hanging out with them, were just beyond what people would accept as normal. Like, mm-hmm. just not, not cool. Like, really not cool. Not looking back at it now, thinking, "Fucking hell, that was like kind of life experience," and like, st- it made us more streetwise, I guess, because you just got into situations where you just think, "What the fuck was he- that? Could have went wrong, so wrong." Right, to the point of being like beating over a baseball bat. <laughs> I, like that's the story I was like, going to come on to. Like I recall a tale from your past. I wasn't there, so this happened. Like I was busy doing what I did with the non-criminal element, and then you were in with this criminal element, and then you left and you came. You came back to us, just like I can't fucking do that life anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what happened? Like that. I've just been fucking braid all over of a baseball bat. Some, like, like an adult, you must have been 14, uh, and a fucking adult went to town on a load of years with a baseball bat. Well, went to town on a year with a baseball bat. I, he got me first, like. It's fine. Didn't really hurt. But he kind of had a. It, looking back on it, it was like. Silly? I don't even know. Like, when you get into that sort of thing, you get kind of whirled up in this, like life of like being a cunt mm-hmm. like when there's so many of you there's a few of I it's, it, there's so many of you and you're just general little shit the police didn't really do anything the, the like obviously your parents and family and like no one knew of any of the shit you were doing of your life on the street uh-huh. and it was like that one time I can't remember what it was. Some guy was, I don't know, gave some stick to me, mate, or something. And we were just like, right, we'll gun around. It's like, no. Like, now, in my head, I will be the person that went, no, you can't do that. That's you ridiculous. Can't, you can't go around. Don't go children, house. Where, like, 15-year-old, like, you can't do that. It was like, well, yeah. Yeah, we can so we went round fucking banging on his door he, he he had an actual flat just like banging on his door like shouting up get the fuck out like all this stuff um, chucking stuff at his windows to get him out which just wasn't like cool I, just, I don't even know what it was I don't even know what it was over it's mob mentality is what it, it was. is that, that's exactly what it was uh-huh. and, and when you're caught up in it and you're that sort of Influenced by the people around you, you don't, you just don't understand what you're doing. And then, so it was like, ah, uh, it was. I remember it was quite cold because it was like quite slippy. I remember it being like kind of icy on the roads, kind yeah. of thing. Oh, in fact, no, it was definitely because I'm sure we were throwing like snowballs and that. Just general sort of put a rock in that snowball. <laughs> <laughs> so let's put a sprinkler of snow on this brick. So we were like giving him some abuse or whatever, and like a few people were still there at his kind of front, the front of the flat, and we walked around the side and um, on like another 
gun. Like, we, to be honest, I, me being me, I would never have even thrown anything or shouted anything. Uh, I was just there. And walking further down, there's a few of us, like, grouped together. And this guy fucking came out of nowhere. He came down through his back garden, through another, like, sort of entrance to the to the flat, through the back way, ran at us, and I was like, who the fuck's this? Like, <laughs> with a bat, <laughs> fucking smashed us. I fell in this garden. And I was like, holy shit. And he's just, like, whacking us. And then I was, like, down kind of playing dead he ran over like start smashing me mate me mate fell over knocked his teeth out <laughs> um, and it was just like kind of holy shit what's going on and then some people came out of the house and like it was it was a bit like holy shit what the fuck's just gone on then he disappeared he just like didn't know where he went and I went home like obviously I just fucking been British shit were bad um, <laughs> and <laughs> Liam? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Told me mum what was going on. She was like, oh, you ring the police. Blah, blah. I was like, no, obviously, <laughs> probably he's done more damage to his house <laughs> than that. And then a couple of my friends came up and were like, oh, wait, we're going out. I was like, oh, no, like, um, uh, this. I like, literally, I've, I've, I've just, been braid all over the place. It was like, no, we're going out. We're going we're gonna to do it. And I was like, oh, no, no, <laughs> we're not. Why you on your terms on? No, I don't, no, I don't no, even no. know what doing it was. It was like an hour, and so we went down and we smashed his car up. Fucking hell! <laughs> he rang the police himself, so he got the police to come to the house and said, "This is what I've done," and they'd like put him into some like protection or whatever. So he would like sh- he was just gone out of the flat, and like it was just just ridiculous it was that mob mentality and we didn't like I was just in it mm-hmm. like with some older lads and I it was just that kind of that part of your life just you learn so much but you just think fuck me this could have been a whole different life like it was yeah. just ridiculous so I terrible but times. I think I think that speaks volumes to uh, I don't know if anybody of that age listens but if you feel yourselves swept up, let's just say, hypothetically, there is somebody of that age in a similar situation to you. Like, you're fucking swept up in that mob mentality. You're doing shit because you're, you're there. I think if if I was to like to talk to my younger self, I would say be aware. Be aware of what you're doing. Aye. Because at times it was amazing like to be kind of involved in that thing Accepted. and it was like you'd go somewhere and you were in this group mm. and you were in this group and like nothing no one, would touch you yeah no one fucked with you it was just like because you were this like sort of had a reputation of being fucking rowdy That that's what it was it was like it was the reputation it was like no one like it was to the point where like if you just fucking kick shit out of someone like if there were just there mm-hmm. like if one of them piped up it was like that's it we'll just fight time aye fight time it, so yeah being in, in that but kind of being on the outside because I wasn't taking part because obviously I was like I'd kind of grew up with you and I knew this was wrong 
Oh, in the back of my mind somewhere, this wasn't normal. So yeah, if I was like to say to me, so be there, stay there, enjoy it, be aware, because oh. it's it can so easily just spiral out of control, and you can just fucking end up either in a bad place or just having a shite life. Aye, you you make decisions which impact the rest of your days. Definitely, you, like you do, you don't realise it at the time, but you definitely do if I would go back to young me the one piece of advice I'd give him would be fucking lose some weight hit the gym son you got titties you got them big old titties I would uh, that's the advice I would give because while you were doing all that I was there was no criminal element whatsoever of what I was doing I was aware of it. I moved in and out of it. Obviously, we went like same year from time to time. We all gang, and like I sort of felt safe because you, I knew you. See, and wasn't it like I thought you you had sway with with the with these people? It wasn't. You'd like it, moved up the ranks. It so I sort of, of felt it, safe. It didn't feel like you were in some. Uh, at the time, it was just you and we met. Uh, but then, when you look back at it now, it's like. You were yeah, in that's how deep. gang culture like kind of starts. Like that's how. Well, obviously not gang. We live in the northeast of fucking England. It's not. It's hardly a fucking gang. Aye. It's just a bunch of arsehole kids. That's basically what it is. There was no like. But then we're, there was no guns or knife not. crime or anything like that. But it was fisticuffs, wasn't it? It could quite easily escalate into that Aye. easily, like to a point where people come in a car and everyone gets out of the car and then have a fight and then you just all get back in the car it was like what what, what the fuck, fuck just happened there? what happened this guy's obviously old enough to drive so what the fuck <laughs> With the, I'm, like, I'm 14 <laughs> I'm 14 and I'm fighting this bloke who's just pulled up in a golf <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous it's fucking crazy days like crazy days while all that was going down I was sharpening and honing that charm <laughs> them flirt them flirt skills because I knocked around with a lot of girls raining the birds in I was just raining the birds in yeah that criminal element with the criminal birds I had that oh, non-criminal element like I'd, start, I'd I'd sit there while the lasses would pull a, a hi-fi out into the street on like a 10 metre extension cable put a tape in press play and do fucking routines to the Backstreet Boys <laughs> and I'd, I'd sit there I'd sit there and watch them just like you're out of time. You're out of, You're a little out of time. All right, let's tighten it up, girls. Come on, let's tighten this up. One more time. Press rewind on that. Everybody. All right, here we go. All right, I'm going to join in this time. Here we go. Choreographing. All right. I was just honing them skills to the Backstreet Boys. They've done as well. No, but I was well. there. I was there for that as well. Are you, are you, are you? Dabbling a bit of choreographing and a bit of a... Uh, Oh, Cannonball. <laughs> cannonball. The greatest fucking game ever, by the, the way. Greatest the greatest game ever game. invented. I don't know if anybody's heard of Cannonball. Let's fucking lay this out. Well, what do you mean? Nobody's heard of Cannonball because it's we kind of made up. <laughs> like, I don't know if it was made up by Carl in his head or it had been passed down from father to son. Because it was... Essentially what you need is two teams. You need a can, which at the time were readily available on the streets uh, just lying about there so wasn't you, any of these little like name recycling bins on no, out I mean, no, that shit. you found a can so you, you can't have to be in canny good nick 
So you put your can down. If you couldn't find one, you went and you, you snuck around the back of Johnny's house, <laughs> broke into his house, okay? His whole family were in. You broke in into his kitchen and stole a can of pop. Stole a can of, of his... caffeine-free <laughs> diet Stole a can of pop out of his kitchen and while you were there, you definitely hit the sweet cupboard because yeah. that family had a chocolate addiction. So you'd go in for a can and you'd come out <laughs> with pockets full and Johnny would be like, where are you getting all that from? Oh, anywhere, Johnny. You were going boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, well, we, didn't, we definitely didn't just break into your house and steal this. So certainly there was a criminal element. We were breaking yeah. and entering at a very young age. Break into his house, steal a can of pop, so you drink that, and then you've got your can, and then you need six lolly sticks. And how the fuck we repeatedly found six That's lolly sticks. No one was fucking tidy in the street them days. Nah, there was lolly sticks, lolly sticks fucking everywhere. So you put three lolly sticks facing in the same direction on the top of the can, and then you like put the other three on top of them, like ninety Chris degrees. So you add three going north and south, and three going east and west on top of the north and south. It's like a cross. A cross, aye, but like with three sticks, and then the two teams stand at either end. Like I'd say probably fifteen feet away from the can with a tennis ball, and then you had to roll your ball and knock the can over. If you did it, you were off. You'd run. And your job was to get back to the can, stand it up, and then restack the sticks. The other team then had to get the tennis ball, throw it as hard as they could, and try and knock you out with it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it the was thing. The, it, honestly, it was a genius game. It was a fucking it genius was so game. Fucking good. I think I probably stopped being fat due to football and cannonball. Cannonball. Definitely, it was just an amazing game. It was a fucking incredible game. Absolutely incredible game. Whether or not you would still play yeah. it. In this <laughs> it's game. like when the. When it's it not an hour. Cannonball! <laughs> and then everyone would just scatter. <laughs> Absolutely fucking class. Unbelievable. Do you remember, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that time we were speaking of breaking and entering at Johnny's? Where he was like, We're not run for him. Are you coming out? No, I'm not coming out. How am I coming out? No, I'm not coming out. Well, come out or we're just going to come in your house. <laughs> so he'd shut the front door and lock his front door. And he's like, all right, I see, I see what's happened there. So then uh, I'd say a small squad of us snuck around the back of his house while people were at the front door knocking on like, oh, I'm on Johnny, oh, I'm on Johnny. Why are you still friends with us? I fucking oh, don't know. Not on his door. Oh, yeah, come out, come out. And he had a huge fucking house, didn't he? He had a uh, fucking huge house. Like a mansion. So he's knocking on this, the people on the front are knocking on the door. And he's at the front door like, I'm not coming out, I'm not coming out. And then like me, Bill and Carl <laughs> snuck around the back snuck into his house, snuck past him, by the way. <laughs> like, if he turned around, he would 100% say us. There was somebody upstairs, there was somebody, uh, uh, me, I was upstairs in his mum's wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Bill ended up in the cupboard under the stairs. <laughs> Carl was in the kitchen robbing the, the sweet cupboard. Ah, uh, I remember this. And then the car pulled up and his fucking family came back. <laughs> So you've got his full family now in the house, so there's six of them, or five of them, in the house. Three of us, I'm in his Mars wardrobe, Bill's in the cupboard under the stairs, Carl managed to get out, he unlocked the patio and dove out. I managed to sneak downstairs, go around the, the second sitting room, out of the back door, scot-free. I was like, fucking hell, sweating buckets, I was like, fucking hell, we could have got caught. I was like, I think I had his mum's bra on. <laughs> I was like, fucking, if we got caught there, we were fucked. And then it's like, wait a minute, where's Bill? <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's Bill? And like, we'd got more, but 
this was oh like mobile phones had just come out and everyone had got one for Christmas big chunky fucking Nokia or Motorola motherfuckers and my phone starts to ring I was like oh my god it's Bill answered the phone like Bill where are you this will haunt my fucking dreams to end the days it was just like oh. you just heard Simpson it's <laughs> like Bill where are you he's like I'm in the cupboard under the stairs it's <laughs> like what are you still doing in the cupboard under the stairs I'm sitting on the hoover <laughs> and then you just said man somebody get the hoover out like, get out of there man <laughs> Oh god! Wasn't Johnny who got the Hoover as well? Johnny went and got the Hoover, so he opens the door in the cupboard under the stairs, and Bill's just sitting on this fucking Hoover, sweating buckets, trembling on the phone to me. (laughs) (laughs) Give him the Hoover. (laughs) Why you in me house? How long have you been in me house? It was so fucking funny that man. I remember like being in the back garden, and you like comes, like. Bounded out, just laughing his head off like that. Bill laugh, sweating because he's been sitting in this fucking little okay. dark oven <laughs> for a good half an hour. Uh, oh fucking hell! Shit. Good times, man. Good times. Okay. We need to write that book. <laughs> it would be kind of funny, actually. Or write a screenplay and do a, a series. Some of it's like kind of unbelievable. It's a bit far fetched. <laughs> Some of it is not only unbelievable, highly illegal. Highly, highly. <laughs> and fucking, it, we'll I, be fucking looked down upon. I did tell someone about the shit that didn't work, and I don't think. I think it was like, oh yeah, you thought I shared. This is what you did at it. Like, you've got fucking no idea what went down in the shed. You had no fucking idea. That shed. Give a bunch of 15 year olds a shed in a summer to live in, it, you'll you'll see the world. <laughs> you will You will learn some things. You will learn some things. Like, I don't even think half the stuff that in that shed would, would rightly talk about on air. Maybe we'll keep, we'll, we should keep the shed. We'll the keep shed, the shed stories for, for latter days. We'll keep the shed for a fucking whole another time. Like that was a whole summer. It was, and I still is referred to as the summer of Zombie Nation. Yeah, yeah. Zombie Nation, and it wasn't the first ever series of Big Brother. Yeah, it was definitely. Yeah, what was the date? I'll have a Google of that. <clears throat> it was fucking the. The opening memory of the shed was where Johnny was like, oh, my mum wants everything binning out of the shed. So she said, we can have it. I was like, all right, we'll have a shed. We'll definitely fit all of us in here. And instead of us camping out... The year 2000. Was it? Big Brother 2000, also referred to as Big Brother 1. Fuck me. Was it 2000? Aye. Shit, aye, it will have been. I'm 16 years ago. It definitely will have been. Fuck. But uh, the first memory I've got is when we did all the graph for her because we're like, oh well, if she no, says we're going out of the shed, the, uh, we had a gun. Oh, <laughs> there was dropped, a gun. Ah, there was a gun involved. We dropped the the site for the gun there was in the shed. Of I think of the say the six of us between the six of us we had three air rifles, two air rifles. One of the air rifles was just your bog standard air rifle. The other one was Carl's, and that fucker had the scope. <laughs> that had a scope on it. So that was essentially became a sniper rifle for killing rats. <laughs> and also shooting each other. Shooting each other, <laughs> shooting cans, shooting anyone that was coming. Uh, <laughs> or giving it a go. Shooting anybody who we thought was the threat. 
Or a stray dog. <laughs> no, we never shot a dog. We never shot a dog, ever. I shot a bird once and then I, I guilty. Did. I shot a seagull with a flathead and it just bounced off it. It looked at us, it was like, you little bastard, and I, then just flew away. I think it was a starling. I shot it, expecting it to just to miss. I was expecting to miss. Hit it. Drop down dead and landed on a branch. Oh, like, that's what that landed like, crucified, wasn't it? <laughs> it was like it was. Was like, that no? Was that I don't know. I can't no. remember. I we remember were coming at the time. I, I remember the the buggy in the tree was like. <laughs> and then somebody just went, Pitumph! shot the gun, <laughs> and it just fell. It was like the same from Platoon. It fell in slow motion and it landed on a branch, but there was two other little branches that made it look a bit like a pitchfork, and its wings just lay across these other two, and then just fucking, <laughs> like, as if it was getting crucified, but lying down, and it just died. It was a horrible, horrible time. Uh. But uh, my first memory was when he, we were like, oh fuck, we've dropped the scope through the window in the shed. So we need to get the scope back. So we emptied all of it and his mum. The shed mom, was like just full of absolute. Aye, his mum came out mid empty and she was like, oh, this is for the tip. You can just bin this if you want. I'm like, alright then. Uh, we've done some pretty bad things to your house, so we'll do it for free. We'll empty your shed for you and we'll get rid of everything. And then by the end of it, we'll just add the shed and we sort of inherited this shed and we're like oh well there's tins of paint here that we're going to throw away so we painted it baby blue <laughs> and then lemon in panels and then like we finished it all and me and Bill stood there and I just got fucking vivid right next to this I stood there looking at it and it was like does this look like a gay shed? <laughs> <laughs> like definitely looks like a gay shed made splash paint everywhere and we just fucking painted it like no, it was more like all that conversation was in your head. We were standing there, we'd all been knackered, <laughs> painted this fucking shed, moved everything. Put new tr- just, uh, felt on the roof. Aye, there was just like this modernised shed. And we were standing there, and you and Bill looked at each other, must have had the same ideas in your head, and just went, ah! <laughs> and all the blue paint everywhere. I was like, no, you got to be kidding me. Like, <laughs> anyway, this is ridiculous. And then Bill had the shining at that point, and was like, Bill, can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> this is a gay shed. This is definitely a gay shed. <laughs> the things that happened in that shed that summer were... Oh. Jeez. The scariest one was... Well, I'll not tell the tale because we'll keep it for another time, but the end of the story ended up with Bill kicking the door off the shed, <laughs> drunk, and then it was pissing down a rain and he picked up the extension and he ripped the wire out of the extension. There's fucking sparks and everything going on. And he's standing in the rain with a fucking live electrical cord just going, ah! I was like, he's gonna fucking blow himself up! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fucking hell. Good times. Good times were hard. Oh, uh, crying times, like... Definitely write that book. Definitely write that. Oh, we don't need to write that book. We just need to keep doing this fucking podcast. Right, we'll just... I tell you what, here's a promise. Here's a promise to the listeners of The Happy Accident. We are going to get as many of the old God back together as we can around this fucking microphone and we're going to retell that tale that summer. The summer of shit. The summer of zombie nation. We're going to retell the full fucking thing. Maybe not all of it. <laughs> In hindsight, we'll maybe not. No, we'll, we'll call. We'll see it. Call see it fucking out. If I was fucking great times. God, yes, it was fucking 
Brilliant. It's fucking exceptional. It's... That shed has seen some things. That shed is probably in fucking therapy now. So, shed, how do you feel today? Oh, Doc, I've, I've seen some things. <laughs> Doc, I've seen some things. They were kids. <laughs> <laughs> Still can't get the smell out. <laughs> oh, hey, Jesus. Yeah, maybe we should... I like it up on a picture on the wall of us. That is as the era as well. I got that as a gift from Carl right there for I think it might have been my thirtieth birthday. And that picture on the bottom is me, you, Johnny and Carl and Johnny's sister who everybody tried to bang <laughs> <laughs> All in Johnny's back room, which was like a stone's throw from the shed we're talking about. That's like fucking Do you know what I mean? Still together now? That group there's still together now. It's crazy, man. It's fucking insane. Absolutely insane. But uh, we haven't spoke of anything other than us. stories of us. <laughs> and then obviously the fucking tragic case of that lad getting fucking shot, oh, by the God. way. So, oh, that's how we got into it. No. But uh, if if that's what's happening now, if, that's the, if, if gun crime, which I've always linked to being an American problem, if that's starting, if, if this is the start of it, if if guns are starting to slowly fucking creep up, not little air rifles, I'm talking like fucking <laughs> Glocks or fucking whatever they're shooting each other with, if that that's a fucking scary fucking indicator of what's to come. Like, it's the, I think they need to like clamp down on a massive. Quickly. To be fair, the give stick to the police and shit like that. They've got that under wraps, mm-hmm. kinda. Fair enough, it's going to get in here and there. Gun crime's going to be... But compared to some places... Compared to America. Compared to America, it's fucking ridiculous there. I can't even... I, I watched a documentary the other day, um, just a BBC one, about Chicago, was it? Um, Ridiculous. Absolutely insane. People, Kids getting shot everywhere by association... Like uh, they're in a group with some people being wrapped up in the wrong people, or they're just being standing there when someone next to them was getting shot. It's fucking people just dying, just shooting each other, and it's it's nothing. At the funeral, people were upset. Then they were going to go out and shoot them, like the other the pe- they were going to seek revenge, and it was like, what the fuck's going on? Why is just packed in with the guns? Uh, just. It, that's the problem. Why, why isn't? Why can't they sort that? I think Obama was like, it's in their fucking declaration of douchebags or whatever. The right to bear arms. Seriously, the right to wear a t-shirt. That's what that should be. Uh, <laughs> get your bear arms out. Get your bear arms out. Like I know we said about it on an uh, earlier podcast when we're talking about your fucking ongoing court case where it's ridiculous how our court system has men in red capes wearing powdered wigs still. Hilarious. But, like, for a country as big as America to be the number one world superpower to still look back on a document that was written... Fucking... When was the Declaration of Independence written? I don't even know. I don't don't profess to be fucking prolific on the American history. Fucking animal skin given to somebody by God or something. The original fucking... The original Declaration of Independence was written on hemp paper. They can. And then the fucking the phony fucking war on drugs. Nixon, you fucking Nixon. up horrible cunt. You've got a lot to fucking answer for. 
that's another thing. If we hadn't, if cannabis hadn't been fucking demonised, like now there's strong evidence to suggest and scientific research ongoing that cannabis is actually fucking instrumental in the fight against cancer. Some cancers, not all cancer, cannabis can actually fucking cure cancer. It, it attacks only the cancerous cells. Depending on the type of cancer, THC will attack a cancer cell and, and it'll attack cancer not. cells so it breaks itself down so it doesn't attack the cells around it and like cause like a fucking bomb effect in, in your cells it just it, essentially the cell commits suicide if this ridiculous war on drugs hadn't happened way back when Nixon looking for a fucking scapegoat for something else well I think it was the um, it was the whole blacks thing wasn't it, was it, it was I like, thought it was kind of a the hippie movement type thing and like that seeking independence from the government that was a lot of like Vietnam and like all that sort of shit and Some, like hippies were associated with these like sort of psychedelics and drugs and, yeah. and it was like right this is the bracket of drugs and this is what's in it and we declare a war on drugs like Fuck the, there's actually you can still you can find it on YouTube it's on YouTube there's speeches where the talk openly on fucking national television about how the blacks are bringing in their drugs and it's like it's looking back now it's like fucking hell how did you ever get away with that it's bizarre so essentially what, what my point was if that hadn't happened if that hadn't demonised it we could have been a lot further on with against like the fight against cancer than we are now and I'm not it's no fucking saving. Pain relief? I've, pain relief I've, lost, for some I've lost somebody to cancer, and if I think there was any way that he could have been fucking saved, I think that's fucking criminal in itself. And then you look at MDMA. MDMA is now being used to treat people with PTSD. Yeah. MDMA assisted therapies. Well, and psychedelics being used for people who are like, terminally ill, who've been given, like, you've only got so many months to live, and then you've got that. You have to accept your mortality. Psychedelics are being used with therapy as well to try and help people come to terms with the mortality. But and the psychedelics are doing that for them. Lobbying to to keep these things illegal or to keep them untested, to keep them from the public, are the drinks companies, the drugs companies, the, the people who stand to gain from it financially. Uh-huh. It's fucking. I'll be fucking sleep at night is beyond me. Like beyond fucking, me. And then I'm allowed to. Buy a can. <laughs> I'm allowed to go get a bottle of whiskey and drink it all. <laughs> what is that? Is that not just backwards? Like, like, aye. What the fuck does that mean? Why? Why is that legal? I'm gonna get totally fucked up off these little tiny cans. That's called pride and joy, by the way. <laughs> that's that's totally fine. How many? Look at statistics, right? Numbers don't lie. Look at how many people die every year due to alcohol related illness okay so you're taught on just straight up addiction right which can lead to heart disease liver disease cancers fucking everywhere right how many people die a year of that how many people have died ever not just from cannabis ever, ever? it's ridiculous I'll give you a clue the second one's fucking zero I'm not saying I'm not like don't get us wrong I'm not a I don't frequently use pot. You know what I mean? I would pass a drug test at any given time. You, not so much you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I have been passed a drug test at any given time. What I don't understand is how something that has a million deaths attributed to it, it is okay doesn't because we we'll tax it. Oh, we'll tax it, it and we'll put it out and we'll market it and we'll tax it and that's fine. It's going to kill you, but that's fine. Cannabis, no deaths ever. Oh, ooh, well, that's... Do you remember that advert about that guy who smoked cannabis and then he had all the other little guys in his head I, and he like had I, his own party in his head full of hymns? Fucking crazy paranoia man and then I, like suicide man and I, depression man. It was like, what, what the fuck's going on? It's, it's that... I, it just makes no sense. And obviously we've all been warped by it mm-hmm. we'll have like mm-hmm. we've been drilled into us that yeah it's okay to drink alcohol on the weekend and have coffee during the week and whatever prescription drugs you want nicotine and nicotine because it's fine but you want to smoke something that grows in the floor nah you've got no chance <laughs> nah I don't know you want to smoke off. something you want to smoke something that has got clinical evidence behind it that it helps people with glaucoma it helps people who've got digestive problems. Uh, it helps people who have panic attacks. It is now being used to treat cancers. That, that my was, friends, must, must stay legal because that, to me, sounds like the devil. It's crazy. I don't but, get it. But I don't then, fucking understand like, it. I'm, I'm, by all means, I'm not like a frequent pot smoker. No. It's not something to do like a day in day or even week in week out it's but it it makes so much more sense like you can have a smoke and like be kind of fine after mm-hmm. you can be okay you're not get a hangover you 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 get a light buzz or whatever or you watch a documentary get baked as fuck if you want kind of gone for a walk or watch a documentary do whatever you want but you never see two people like high as fuck fighting yeah, you go out now to the town on Saturday night. You've got like fifty police looking after all the drunk people. Yeah. There's a, it's, it, it doesn't make any sense. It no. doesn't make any sense in my mind. It doesn't. But it's the way. Like you trying if you'd even try and convince someone who's got that way of thinking that all drugs are illegal, all drugs that do this, all drugs do that. It's impossible to change the mind. Do you know what it is? And I guarantee so, there may be there may be a listener out there now who hears two grown men talking about pot and the first thing they think is that me and you smoke pot all the fucking time. That's the first thing you think. Yeah, as soon as somebody stands up retarded stoner. As soon as somebody stands up and tries to defend cannabis, the generation that was brought up with that fucking propaganda automatically turns around and says, Oh well you're obviously a fucking pothead. You dunno what you're talking about, you're a pothead. Sorry. You don't know what you're fucking talking about. I got facts. I'll pass a fucking drug test right. I'll piss in your face right now. <laughs> Call me a potter. I'll piss in your face right now. That tastes like pot to you. <laughs> oh god. Well, this took a turn, didn't it? Aye. What happened? This took a turn. I don't know. I'm just sitting here enjoying a beer. <laughs> <laughs> fucking government tax beer. Yeah. Well. Anyway, we'll wrap it up there. Boys and girls, this has been the first and last episode 17 of the Happy Accident Podcast. Yes. If you've enjoyed it, do uh, do tell people about it, because that's what's going to keep the lights on. That's what's, uh, <laughs> we're looking to invest in some new material. Um, yep. Not material, we don't invest in any material. We don't pay writers. You couldn't write this shit. We want to invest in some new you mics. You wouldn't write this shit. <laughs> you fucking, you wouldn't. 
wouldn't be allowed. Your truck gets sacked. We want to invest in some new mics and some new software to just to, to keep this podcast going. We're looking at potentially starting to do like a, a YouTube channel whereby you've got the audio podcast, but we'll also have a video accompaniment to that. So if we want to do all that, essentially it's either going to take us a while to save because we've both got fucking bills to pay, you know what I mean? So if, if you share it and more people start to listen and more people start to like or rate on iTunes, then potentially would be approached by sponsors. <laughs> I don't know who the yes. fuck would want to sponsor this. But if anybody would want to sponsor this, maybe Beers. Maybe Beers would want to sponsor this. I could, I'd be sponsored by Beers all day. That's I'd fine. be sponsored by Beers. Might as well be. Fair enough. We'll just give two glowing reviews at the start of this. Food. Well, this one tastes like beer. <laughs> this one tastes like fucking nuts. But anyway, if you would be so kind as to just share it about, if you've enjoyed what's happened here, share it about. You know, I mean, social media is a powerful tool nowadays. We don't know how to use it, but that's not to say you don't. So, uh, just if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at Happy Accident PC on the Twitter. We don't, we we constantly view the Twitter, but we don't really put a lot on it. I'm on my personal Twitter, which is at the franchise, the P H R A N C H I Z E. Don't ask. <laughs> 32 year old don't ask um, you're at by Liam Paul is it I, I didn't even know you didn't even use Twitter I don't even know I try not to be influenced by it right. I, it's taken over my life social media does take over my life right. I get in these weird periods where I'm just like <gasps> so I try not to use it but yeah it works for business doesn't it business 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 and we're still learning. We're only sixteen episodes in. You know what I mean. So if you've enjoyed this, share it about. If you want, if you could be so kind, leave a review because that you don't know how helpful that will be. If we start getting reviews, then there's a more chance that we'll hit the featured page on iTunes, and that's uh, that goes somewhere into helping us achieve the goal of the happy accident, which is I don't know a private military corporation. <laughs> <laughs> No. Small island. Small island, away from people, where we make our own laws. We make our own laws. Uh, this leads back to my city under the sea, because <laughs> all of this would be alright under the sea. There'd be torn crabs, fucking everything. You want to have sex with mermaid? Go for it. It's on you. Why would you Watch, she's 15? I don't know if I can pass that law. <laughs> <laughs> Even I've got standards. What's that in fish <laughs> Anyway, boys and girls, this has been the first and last episode 17? 17. Episode 17 of the Happy Accent Podcast. Thank you for listening. Ciao for now.